What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. We've got another big recap happening for you today. And man, another crazy, crazy week of football. We were at a game that we saw some really crazy stuff that we'll get to pretty quickly. Uh, and then yesterday in the NFL, unbelievable. <laughs> a record field goal. We got to talk about all kinds of great endings and then a really, really strong performance. We're dragging though, Papa Dude. We were out late Saturday night, still trying to recover. How are we doing this morning? Well, it's funny. Uh, I got home at three in the morning and you got home about two. Right. Mm -hmm. And you drove all the way down there and all the way back. So obviously, you know, you're whipped. And yesterday I bounced up like a rubber ball, you know, like I was 21 again and went at it pretty, pretty good yesterday. Now, I sure didn't want to do much yesterday as far as get out and do anything. But, you know, and then I, I went. I didn't get real sleepy like I usually do. And I went to bed at the normal time. And today I feel like I got hit by a truck. So <laughs> I'm exhausted. So it, whatever I say today may not make much sense. <laughs> yeah, we got on like two, three in the morning. And then uh, Oklahoma Derby Day was yesterday. So that was, uh, I was up, you know, not late, but kind of late. Good doing that and, and, and watching all those replays and stuff and watching them live as well. So yeah, it's been a fun two days. and But now we're back in college football and NFL as well, you know, over the weekend, just, just, it's, yeah, it was exhausting by the time that was over, but uh, we'll move on and we will go into the college football first. I'll put the, the uh, scoreboard up for everybody that's watching us live. Um, yeah. What a, what a weekend of college football started off Thursday, a really close game there. Appalachian state beats Marshall 31 to 30. Um, but we'll get right into the weekend action. I got to start with, with the game we were at. Oklahoma wins on a last-second field goal to beat West Virginia 16-13. to It was the first walk-off field goal in Oklahoma football history, which is incredible to think uh, that they've never had a walk-off field goal to win a game. Oh, you win 16-13. Um, also, Spencer Rattler gets booed. <laughs> and they were chanting, we want Caleb uh, during the game. Uh, Caleb Williams, the backup quarterback, Oklahoma. There's a lot to unpack here. And not just because we're OU homers. Just, it's incredible, right? This was, have you ever seen anything like this game? No. And we've been to a million games and seen OU struggle some. Never have I heard. That. And, 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 and uh, who was it? I was talking to somebody this morning and, they go, that's the first thing they said. What about this? The fans, were you one of them saying we want Caleb? Here's let me, his... let me let me jump in. Let me jump in real quick yeah. on that. I've never had more people ask me about an OU game before ever than no. this game. So go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Uh, my brother, your uh, uncle, texted me yesterday and goes, That's the most bizarre thing I've ever. But the thing about it was it wasn't the fans, it was the student body yes. that was doing it. Not no one around us anyway. I'm not even sure they even heard it, really. But mm -hmm. I never heard many comments around us. Now, the booing at the end of the half 
that was a lot of people. But the We Want Caleb came from the student body, which is, I've never heard that ever, ever. So it's a, it, it was kind of a bizarre thing. And uh, so we'll just have to see what happens on that, you know. It was wild. I, of <laughs> course, we've heard people boo before. That that oh, happens yeah. every stadium, everywhere. Oh yeah, uh, people get pissed off and they're booing. You might hear a random guy yell, "Get him out of the game!" You know, oh, something yeah. like that. But for chanting for the backup quarterback, yeah. I never in twenty plus years yeah. of going down there have I heard that, and never have I heard boos that loud. And let let us be very clear: we, you know, when I was a kid and we would go to games, Oklahoma was terrible. You know, and I didn't, mm-hmm. I, you would, you might hear a few boos, but, but loud boos, uh, that was crazy. By the way, Spencer Rattler's won 12 straight games as the starting quarterback and Oklahoma is four and oh, so <laughs> that makes well, it even more bizarre. We've seen worse quarterbacks than him. Oh, yeah. I'll say this. I thought Lincoln Riley showed a lot of guts leaving him in the game. And I thought Spencer Rattler played very well yes. in the second half. Well, of course, we've hashed and rehashed it, uh, you and I have, all the way home. Um, one of the reasons, and, and, and whether this is fair or not, I don't, I don't know. I think it is. But one of the reasons he's, this is happening is because of this NIL thing that these players can do now. And he took it to the next level, and he's making the word down there, millions. I don't know whether that's true. It's hard for me to believe. And that's not his fault. If somebody is stupid enough to offer a guy who's never done a damn thing that kind of money, then he's got to take it. Yep. But when you do that, when you do that, you're no longer an amateur athlete. You're a pro, you're a pro, and it's it's just the way it is. You're you're accepting money for what you're doing, and that's a pro. That's a professional player. And I don't think it's right that they boo a kid in college. But he's kind of put himself out there in an area where he's going to have to accept what they're doing. And, I mean, I would never boo a college kid. I don't really boo anybody at games. I know how hard it is to play and get aggravated just like anybody else. But I try not to yell stuff out like that. I just don't think that's right. But he has brought some of this on himself. And I think it's 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 really interesting that it's the student body who's doing this. And I've never heard the student body do that at OU. Never. I think this is an element of the NIL stuff that nobody really thought about. Yeah. And I think you're right. The psychology of this guy's making a million dollars when that's never been there. Like Landry Jones is a kid. I think about at OU that people really didn't like, and uh, you know, they kind of wanted the backup quarterback to come in. They never booed Landry Jones, but Landry Jones well, was still a student athlete. Exactly. And the thing about Landry Jones is he wasn't a flamboyant at all. He was kind of easygoing kind of guy. And he's, he took over for one of the most celebrated players in Oklahoma history, which was Sam Bradford. Yep. That was part of the problem with Landry. He wasn't as good as Sam. The teams weren't as good either. So that's a – yeah, and you're absolutely right, Aaron. No one ever booed him. No. no. Mm-mm. Trevor Knight was a guy who was very inconsistent, had had a couple of great games, but mostly wasn't great. They never booed him. Um, you know, I, I just I just think the element and Mark says he completely agrees with your take here. Once you accept money, you have to accept criticism. Absolutely. I think 
people forget, hey, Spencer Rattler is a 20-year-old kid, just like Landry Jones was 20, 21 years yeah. old at Oklahoma and Trevor Knight. But now that – and it's it's so public, you know. The bottom line is Landry Jones and Trevor Knight was probably getting paid. Just, just it was, you know, in the dark, right? Well, they weren't they weren't get they weren't getting that kind of money. But well, that's again, true. I can't criticize him for taking the money. If someone is stupid enough to pay you that kind of money, and it's stupidity. Yeah. I mean, this kid has done nothing. There's no guarantee he's ever going to do anything. He's not proved it yet. Right. I mean, yeah, he's got a big time arm, and yes, he's got all kinds of talent. But he's still got to be able to perform. And 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 you made a good point. He played much better in the second half, which shows a lot of guts on his part, too. The problem is, oh, you had three beautiful drives in the second half. They can't freaking get a touchdown. Yep. Had they been able to get six or seven points instead of three, that game wouldn't have been close. So the drives they made in the second half were pretty impressive. The problem with the Sooners is they're not playing anybody and they're barely eking out wins, and that's going to stop. Oh, for sure, yeah. I, I think the biggest thing I could take away from the game, I thought Spencer Rattler came out, and even though it wasn't, still wasn't pretty in the second half, he looked like a capable quarterback for the first time this year. And not not just that, he looked good. He, he completed yeah. his last nine passes. He completed 15 of the last 16. Oh, you got the ball at the eight-yard line in a 13-13 game with four minutes left. And they went right down the field, and he was most of that drive. And yeah. they got down and they kicked field goal to win it. So maybe they can build some momentum. But I got to tell you, it's 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 a different vibe than I've ever really felt with an Oklahoma team. So go on the road to Kansas State. I'm sure we'll talk about that one a lot on Thursday. Got to move on, though. Uh, Alabama takes care of business over Southern Miss. Georgia disposes of Vanderbilt. Oregon disposes of Arizona. Iowa wins a very Iowa-like game against Colorado State, 24-14. Penn State, no trouble. All right, let's get to this one. This was the big game uh, of the, well, one of the two, I guess, big games of the weekend. Texas A&M and Arkansas. Arkansas finally gets the win over uh, Texas A&M. They, they've been so close over the last few years. They break out and win this one 20-10. They jump all over them 17 to nothing, and that was it, wasn't it? Well, we were, of course, we were on the road heading to Norman. We were listening to it uh, on the radio, and it should have been 31 to nothing at the half. I mean, they dominated that first half, and then uh, their quarterback got hurt, and I don't, I think he did come back in towards the end of the game, mm -hmm. but that slowed them down in the second half, and A&M made a little bit of a, of a run there. Uh, but the game shouldn't have even been that close. Uh, they made a couple of mistakes and didn't cash in on some opportunities. Texas A&M's not any good. They're just not. And they're, they've are they just got problems. I know their starting quarterback got hurt. You'd think they'd have a more capable backup at Texas A&M than what they have. And I hate to knock knock on the kids, so I'm not going to. But uh, offensively, they're not very good. And uh, Arkansas is, is, is good. We're going to find out how good. But um, they're definitely a top 10 team right now. And they've got to be the most, the, the biggest surprise of the season. They have to be. Yeah, they're up in the top 10 uh, right now in the AP poll. And yeah, I mean, they deserve it. We talked about it last week. We said, hey, if they win this one, they'll be in the top 10. And it, it sets up a top 10 matchup with them and Georgia coming up. Uh, you know, uh, game day is going to be their huge matchup coming up this weekend. Uh, but yeah, as far as this game goes, 
I'll give you credit. Uh, I, I they, Arkansas jumped out the 17 nothing lead, and I said, you know, they do this down here a lot, and they get their ass beat. And you said not this year. That Texas A&M can't move the ball, and you've watched mm-hmm. them a lot, and you were right. I mean, A&M's going to lose a lot of games, I think, a lot, meaning three, four games. But it's still just a huge hurdle for Arkansas to, to get over, right? Oh, absolutely. And uh, I know we're going to talk about this game much more on Thursday, the one coming up with uh, mm-hmm. Georgia. Here's Arkansas ranked in the top 10, and they are an 18-point underdog. And that shows you what Vegas thinks of the difference between the number two team in the country and, and someone else that's in the top 10. And we'll get into this there in a minute. The, the top two teams have just totally separated themselves from the rest of college football right now. Papa Dude, you are a pro because that was a great segue to my next point that I'm going to make. Another offensively challenged team. Mark <laughs> opened up the show saying, I was looking in the classifieds this morning. Clemson looking for an offense, it said. So Clemson goes on the road. Cannot score again. Gets beat 27 to 21 in overtime. Seven of those points were in overtime. So they scored 14 points in regulation for the second straight week. We talked about Georgia and how impressed we were. And wow, they held Clemson to three points. How good is Georgia now? We don't really know because that win doesn't look nearly as impressive. The Wolfpack upset Clemson 27 to 21. It's a very good point uh, on Georgia. Very good point. You're right. The wind doesn't look near as good now. Yep. Uh, but Clemson does have a great defense. Their defense has played well. Uh, Got to be the biggest flop of the year, Clemson is. Uh, and, uh, more specifically, their quarterback has got to be the biggest. Uh, what is he, the big Cinco? Which yeah. Is the big Stinko. Yeah. For sure. Um, <laughs> Mark's bringing up so many good points. And uh, – <laughs> You're great, Mark. Uh, the one just above that, he's talking about Arkansas. This will be their first true road game. That's yep. right. And we're going to get into that a lot more on Thursday. Yep. Back to uh, the Clemson thing. Again, you were following on your phone uh, there in the stadium while we were waiting for the OU game uh, to start. And and uh, I I almost went with North Carolina State, and I wished I had. A, I was a little bit afraid of, of them. Um, but in my preseason, I thought North Carolina State was pretty good. And it was a, what was it, 10-point line, I think, in that game, which is mm-hmm. – and, and by the way, if you've looked this week, they're 16-point favorites over Boston College. I what know. is that? Yep. They haven't scored 16 points in a freaking game yet other than that dog team they played. Yeah. you got to discount this 21 because seven of that was in overtime. So – Man, I'm looking hard on that one. But anyway, uh, yeah, Clemson's got big time problems, and we were discussing this too. And 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 this is so true. Every program suffers a little bit when you lose a ton of players. Mm-hmm. Everybody, does. Ohio State's not as good this year, and then Clemson, Notre Dame's winning, but struggling a little bit, and they lost a lot of offensive players. The only damn team that doesn't is Alabama. Yep. You know, somehow they just they just keep going. So anyway, yeah, big flop of the year is the quarterback at Clemson. I don't no know doubt. That. And it Mark says time for the backup quarterback at Clemson. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, at this point, you got to try something new. I mean, it's not working, and that's 
That's just the, the bottom line of it. I mean, I, I watched a little bit of the highlights of this one. He wasn't just awful at times, but he's wildly inconsistent. I think you got to make a move. Uh, speaking of Ohio State, they win uh, 59-7. to Florida dominates Tennessee for another year, 38-14. to How about this one? Notre Dame and Wisconsin. This was a close game for a long, long time. Was uh, Notre Dame puts up 31 fourth-quarter points, wins this game 41-13, to sets up a huge matchup with Cincinnati this coming week. Another one we'll talk about at length. But how impressive were the Irish to just dominate Wisconsin? Right. Well, first of all, that score is extremely uh, misleading. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a close, or I think they were behind maybe going into the fourth quarter. It was uh, maybe they were, I think it was 13-10 going in the fourth quarter, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And they ran kickoff back. So, okay, yep. let's look. They got three scores out of that 41. Two are pick sixes. Yep. One's a kickoff return. So that's a 21-13 to game. That's still a really good win for Notre Dame. And I don't want to downgrade them at all. That's a big win for them, but that score's misleading. So you gotta, you can't even look And by the way, Cincinnati is favored over them this yep. week. So Vegas isn't real thrilled uh, with the score, but that's still a big win. The thing about the Irish is they keep getting better mm -hmm. and they're going to build off this. And a lot of people are thinking they're not going to be ready for the Cincinnati team. That is bullshit. Yes, they are going to be ready. This is a big game for them. Yeah. Wow. We were talking about this too, Aaron. We looked at Notre Dame's schedule. They win this game. They got a great chance to run the table. Well, how about this? Either one of them win, Cincinnati or Notre Dame. That team has a great shot to mm -hmm. run the table. Uh, Wisconsin just – Mark says Wisconsin just can't throw the ball. It's frustrating to watch over the years. Worse than ever this well, year, Mark. I mean, Mark, don't you think they wish they had Notre Dame's quarterback back? Because no. he was at Wisconsin, and they chose the kid they've got over him. They, and he transferred. They probably made the wrong decision, but I don't think either one of them are very good. I think well, he also, Aaron, you also got to remember that the scheme Wisconsin runs is not the same scheme that Notre Dame runs. No. So he may not have fit what they wanted him to do. But I think uh, the biggest thing is Wisconsin's not very good. That's, I mean, listen, it's a huge win for Notre Dame. I'm not is. disrespecting Notre Dame, but Wisconsin's not very good. And yeah. I think and we need to keep Again, the score's misleading. They had a chance to win that game, too. They did. He didn't run that kickoff back. They might have won that game. So. Listen, he was – I mean, the quarterback, Mertz, for Wisconsin was awful, and they still were in the game in the fourth quarter. Like I said, if you didn't watch that game, you don't realize Wisconsin could have won. I mean, yeah, it was right there. Uh, how about this? But, uh, Iowa State goes to Baylor and gets beat. Listen, I've told people – and my buddy Paul is going to get mad about this. I've been telling people, the Oklahoma people, oh, Iowa State, oh, they're good. It's embarrassing that we lost Iowa state last year. They're not any good. They're Brock Purdy. He's, he's not what they say he is. They're not very good. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. B BYU uh, beats uh, South Florida. They continue uh, on undefeated at four. zero. you got a new bottom uh, 10 team that we'll talk about. UMass gets beat 53 to three by coastal Carolina, Michigan, unimpressive Michigan state unimpressive, but they did avoid the upset over Nebraska. Let me ask you this. Nebraska, you saw them live in person. They obviously go to go to East Lansing and and nearly pull up the upset. Are they starting to get things turned around at Nebraska? Well, I think they're starting to get things turned around to where they can be eight and four. Yeah, maybe nine and three, but nowhere near what they need to be. That's a tough loss for them. That's two in a row they've lost. I think they have Northwestern this week uh, in Lincoln. We're going to see. 
about them. They should win that game if they're truly on their way uh, back. They're definitely better than what they've been. Um, Michigan State almost stubbed their toe. And it was, uh, that was a tight one. They're lucky to win. Yeah, they are. And uh, thank you, Michigan State, for getting to the two-yard line where you could cover in overtime and not giving it in two, or two times in a row. Kick and field goal. Appreciate it. Uh, Georgia Tech. This was surprising. Georgia Tech just dominated North Carolina 45-22. to 22. North Carolina, we thought, okay, they've got it turned around. They're playing better. And they just get wrecked by a Georgia Tech team that's not any good. I mean, this was almost, to me, was the most shocking score of them all. That was yeah, that was pretty shocking. I didn't check. I did not check the box score and see if there was turnovers involved. I didn't. I didn't do that. I thought North Carolina was starting to come out of it also, and obviously they're defensively they're not any good. And and you gotta you gotta play some some sort of defense. North Carolina where he tried up one of the biggest flops of the year too. No doubt about to this it. Point, to this point, Auburn. Uh, was obviously asleep in this game, but does win. This is a game for me. I don't judge them on it. They want it. Move on. Yeah. You know, um, your 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 boys Stanford. They they put up a fight for a while, but UCLA gets a big win here, 35-24. They needed that win after losing to Fresno State. How about this one? Oklahoma State jumps all over Kansas State and wins thirty-one to twenty. We both thought Kansas State might win this game outright. Uh, they don't even cover. I think, and I'll see if you agree with me or not on this, I think this was a situation very similar to Arkansas-Texas A&M. Oklahoma State got all over them early and took Kansas State out of what they do, and the game was over. If you look at the quarter-by-quarter breakdowns, Kansas State gets control of that game after the first quarter, uh, but they, they their offense is just not built for a big comeback like that. Oh, there's no no way. And there were turnovers again. Yep. Turnovers were involved. They've they recovered a fumble in the end zone. Oklahoma State did, and they got yep. another one, uh, turnover that set up another one. This team, the, these two teams were very, very similar. They get easy, they get fourteen easy points off turnovers, and that's the difference in the game. It was thirty-one to ten. K State controlled the second half, but like you say, they don't have the offense that can come up and overcome a deficit uh, like that. But that's a big win for Oklahoma State. They're sitting there four and zero. They're kind of getting ignored a little bit, um, and they, they have a tendency to get better too, but they still have some offensive uh, problems. I think they have TCU this week, and that'll be interesting too. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be uh, two teams that – No, I'm sorry, Aaron. They have Baylor. Yeah, Oklahoma State has Baylor. Yeah. yeah the two teams that they're, they've got to – listen, the winner there, Oklahoma State, I don't know what they are. I still don't know what they are, even though this is a huge win for them. They have not been that impressive, right? And they really weren't that impressive after the first quarter of this game. So I, I don't know what they are. I'm still well. The other thing, this. Aaron, is how impressed you have to be to win the Big Twelve. Well, especially to just make the game. Let's say you know you got to be one of the top two teams to make the the Big Twelve championship. They're in the hunt, and well, K-State beats Oklahoma. They're still in the hunt this week. So A team can go undefeated in the Big 12 and be absolutely awful, as bad as the Big 12 is. I right mean, now. that's why we, we as I'm referencing my shirt. People are listening to the podcast version <laughs> of this. I have an OU shirt on. You were talking, and we, we it was about Tulsa before we finally stopped talking about the game, and you were like, well, they're, 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 they're not going to win the Big 12. I said, well, let's really look at this. 
Anybody yep. in the Big 12, are they better than what we've played so far? It's debatable. Right? Yeah. I mean, they go to Kansas State this week. They're a 10.5-point favorite. I mean, Oklahoma can well, be no good and go undefeated or at least win the Big 12 again. Well, and there's another thing. Baylor can go into Oklahoma State. What if they win? Suddenly they're thrust into that, and then there's another team we'll talk about. Well, I'll just throw it out. I doubt if you mentioned the score. Well, you might. So I'll just wait. You know who I'm talking about. Well, yeah. Well, quickly, that's okay. the ranked. That's the ranked games. There, we'll just quickly oh, okay. do the rest of this and get okay. to the top twenty-five. Uh, LSU is a big win. It was an ugly win, but a big win over Mississippi State, twenty-eight to twenty-five. Missouri got beat to Boston College. That's always fun when they lose. Uh, scrolling down through some of these, look at this: Bowling Green upsets Minnesota, oh, fourteen God. to ten. Unbelievable, right? It's unbelievable. Yeah. It, 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 this was a huge win, I thought, for an SMU team that's gaining momentum. Kind of a uh, you know a mid major that, that might have a say in things. They go to TCU, they beat them forty two to thirty four. They kind of wrecked them. They had turnovers in this game. It could have been a lot worse. I think this SMU team's pretty good. One we need to talk about yeah. a little bit as we go on. This is probably the game you were going to reference. Yeah. Texas looks like they they've got things going in the right direction. They are all over Texas Tech seventy to thirty five. Here's my question for you, uh, and as a coach. You know, maybe you've made a personnel decision that was wrong in the past. So maybe, 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 yeah. maybe you won't. Maybe you won't get on uh, Sark here. But if Steve Sarkeesian is supposed to be an offensive genius, how was Casey Thompson not the starting quarterback week one? Well, I don't know. Uh, you never know. There could have been some issues behind the scenes you don't know about for sure. You know, maybe he he wasn't practicing hard. Maybe he missed some practices. I don't, I don't know. Before we get really thrilled with the Texas situation, they played Rice, mm -hmm. and they and, and Texas Tech's not very good either. Obviously, the quarterback they had before couldn't put up 128 points. So this kid has made a huge difference. Um, Texas right now is the scariest team in the Big 12, I think. Mm -hmm. As we know, they have talent. If they can get it together, you know they they might they might be the team uh, uh, to beat, but can't get real excited yet. But I knew two weeks ago when I bashed their ass that this was going to happen, and I knew it, and I said it on the podcast at the time. I needed to shut my mouth. Yeah. Uh, but it was so funny that you just had to had to go with it. But uh, they're they're playing much better. You got to give them credit for that. They have TCU this week. Uh, I think they have to go to TCU. Yep. Um, and TCU is going to be smart. And after that loss to SMU, I don't know if they're good enough to do anything about it. That's a trap game kind of for Texas because they got OU uh, next week in the big one. So uh, we'll have to watch that one before we really jump fully on the Texas bandwagon. But they obviously have made some changes that have helped. I mean, I think right now Texas beats Oklahoma. I, I Well, yeah. I, I don't think Oklahoma could put up 70 points on a Big 12 team. I just – I don't see that no. being possible. Mm -mm. So, that's that's kind of where we're at with it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree. Texas certainly seems like they've, they've got things kind of going in the right direction uh, for them. All right, let's quickly now go to your top 25 before we move on to the NFL. Uh, by the way, you go to the website right now, and you could uh, – right, as you, I've got it pulled up for everybody watching live, or if you listen to the podcast version, go to racingdudes.com slash sports. Uh, Papa Dude's got his free pick tonight for the Philadelphia-Dallas game. 
Uh, and then the, the top 25 is out in the new college top 25 and the bottom 10 as well. Uh, you scroll down here. There's free picks uh, that, that you could have. That's where you can find our podcast as well, along with a lot of other things. Samo six pack. I think that went like five and one this week. Uh, he did really well. So anyway, let's go to the top 25. Um, no surprises. Alabama one, Georgia two, Oregon three. Uh, the debate has been amongst uh, talking heads. Who, who do you put at number four? Because those three are standouts. You've got Penn State at number four. Uh, kind of explain why you've got Penn State four over like a Notre Dame. Uh, well, I know why you don't have Oklahoma uh, or some of the other teams. Well, I've got to defend myself a little bit because after the first three, who in the world are you going to put in there? No, no, yeah, um, no criticism. Just, yeah. just yeah, I know. I know you weren't. But I, I find I, is Oklahoma number six? Absolutely not. Yeah, there's no way. The one I probably should have moved up was Arkansas, but I just can't jump a bunch of them yet. You know, that's just not the way I do it. I just think Penn State's got two good wins. Uh, I still think Wisconsin's a decent team, and and they went on the road and beat them. They beat Auburn. I, I just think they they got a little bit better resume than. Uh, the Irish, but I, the Irish moved up, up out of my poll anyway from 10 to 5. So they took a huge jump with that win, you know. So that one, you could go either way with that. And you could knock Oklahoma down too. I, mean, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Well, I, I think the winner of Cincinnati Notre Dame has got to have a shot at being up there at number four. Oh, uh, absolutely. Especially if it's Notre Dame, they will be number four. Yes, and if Cincinnati can beat Notre Dame, they're going to jump ahead of both Oklahoma and Ohio State, in my mind, even if those two teams win this week. Unless Oklahoma wins 51-7 to or something like that. Yeah, I, I think the Associated Press wants to put Oklahoma higher because they're Oklahoma, but they, they can't ignore the fact they're just barely winning. You made a comment about how uh, Arkansas, who you have at number 10, they, they do get into your top 10. They're an 18-point underdog at number two, uh, Georgia, this week. Yeah. The disparity between the top three and these next ones. How about this? Iowa is the number nine team in the country on your poll. They're in the mm -hmm. top 10 of the AP poll as well. And they go on the road to Maryland, who's unranked. Yeah. Iowa, a three and a half point favorite. So a top 10 team against an unranked team. Yeah. Vegas is like, yeah, not a lot of difference between those two teams. Well, Iowa's not a top 10 team. It's that simple. Yeah. And I'm a big Iowa Hawkeye fan. I love them. But I still think they're going to go nine and three or eight and four. Well, let me hop in. They're two yeah. big wins. Indiana. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're not very good. Stuck. And Iowa State. Okay. Stuck. They're not very good. No. So their two big wins aren't really that good. No. And and would you bet a nickel on them this week? Uh, no. At Maryland? No. Me neither. I Maryland's undefeated. Yeah. I, uh, I, I would have I did, I did want to point out there on the Arkansas thing, what if they win this week? Are they number two? They got to be. Yeah. If they're 18-point underdogs, then Georgia's a hell of a football team, right? Yep. And if they beat them in Georgia, don't they have to be number two? I think they do. Yeah, I guarantee you they won't be. I I think Arkansas. I, I they I think they will be. I think they, they will do. Be I don't two. think they'll jump Oregon. I think Oregon will move up to two. I don't know unless Stanford beats Oregon. People have Georgia so That's high true. right now. What's the song? Georgia on my mind. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> People love Georgia right now. So I I. 
I don't know. It'd be interesting. It's it, we got two top ten matchups. That's really cool too. Mm-hmm. Uh, first week in October, we get Notre Dame, Cincinnati. There'll be a top ten matchup in Georgia, Arkansas. So that's that's really really cool. I do want to end college football with this comment, Mark, because Papa Dude and I saw the score. We're not we're not going to lie. We didn't follow the Wyoming game. We saw the score. We immediately thought of you. Uh, Wyoming should have lost to an outright thirty point uh, underdog in UConn. Wyoming wins twenty four to twenty two. Mark, they won. That's the good news. But I, I was shocked by this score, uh, especially UConn. And that's a, I'll bring up just real quick here, the bottom 10. UConn ha- had been number one on your bottom 10. Now mm-hmm. they're number four after this close uh, game against uh, Wyoming. Well, if you'll, if you'll read that, their fan base is really pissed. Uh, <laughs> the UConn fan base is pissed because they were number one and they're not now because of that impressive showing against uh, Wyoming. Mark, I got to tell you, I, I've become kind of a uh, closet fan of Wyoming. I kind of check their scores now because of you. Yep. So, uh, and this week in the bottom 10, we have three. I think it's three. Yeah, three schools in the bottom 10 now from Power 5 conferences. Yep. We have number nine, Arizona, flying in there. Now, Arizona's got a real, real interesting thing this week. They're, they're idle. And when you're idle in the bottom 10, that's good yep. because you don't lose. So they have a chance to move up to 10. Florida State makes their debut at 8. And Vanderbilt's back in there after their exciting and tremendous performance. And then we also have two huge matchups this week involving bottom 10 schools. Vanderbilt plays UConn. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yes. And if you'll scroll down just a little farther, uh-huh. we have the matchup of the year. Number three, Akron, against number two, Ohio. And college game day was going to go there (laughs) if the Georgia-Arkansas game wasn't such a big one. But UMass has taken over the number one spot. That's been their goal all along. And I think they have the schedule and the horrible team. They've got that part for sure. I think they may, they're going to be hard to knock off of, out of there. They really are. Well, listen, a major announcement. Racing uh-huh. Dudes College Game Day will be at the Ohio-Akron game on Saturday. That's, really? Yes, we're going. We're, <laughs> you know what? I'm traveling next week. I'm traveling hey. through the Ohio area. You are. I should probably go to that game. That would be a lot of fun. I'll bet you can get a ticket for a dollar. That would be, let's see. You know what? I'm trying to wrap up this, and now, now you've got me. Look, let's see what the ticket price is for this game. Hold on here. Let that me, might be free. Uh, I think you could probably walk into it. I here. think let's so. See, uh, right now, nineteen dollars. Oh, I wouldn't know. I don't think I'd pay nineteen. No. Oh God, no. That game's at two thirty on Saturday. No, it's the same time as the OU game. No. Oh. Yeah. I'll be. I'll be. Stopping at a bar or something to watch that one. So, okay. yeah, like Mark said, right. action. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on uh, to the NFL now. Uh, we'll we'll analyze, even though we cannot talk about this game on Thursday, this is both a game we are very confident in. Uh, Philadelphia goes to Dallas tonight, a, a divisional matchup, a uh, huge rivalry, obviously, through the years. Dallas now down to a three-and-a-half-point favorite. We bet them when they were at four. And really, I don't know about you, Papa, dude. I thought we were getting value. I thought this line would go up four and a half, five. Now down to three and a half. 
are you as shocked as me about about what we're seeing here with this line? I am, but after I'm watching all these games, <laughs> I'm not as confident now as I was when I made, made the pick. This is my lock of the week. I, I just, I'm going to be shocked if, well, I'm not going to be shocked because of everything I've been watching, but I don't see how Dallas doesn't cover that tonight. I mean, they're going to have to play awful. The Eagles' defense is pretty good, and uh, the Dallas defense is not. And uh, But Dallas, I looked statistically, they've not been too bad against the run, which is Philly's strength because of Hertz's ability to, to run the ball. Uh, they're going to have to turn it over. They're going to have penalties. They're going to have to, well, they're just going to have to choke, mm-hmm. I think, to not cover this. So, yeah, I'm confident, but we'll see. You know how yeah, Dallas I'm, is. I, I'm completely with you. I, I if Dallas doesn't cover this, they're they're 100 dead to me forever. I'll never <laughs> I'll never go back to them again. I mean, they're better than Philadelphia. They're yes. definitely three and a half or four if you got it when we got right. it better. So it's yeah, I, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm definitely gonna go Dallas uh, minus the. Well, I feel like I said we took them at four. Now it's three and a half. All right, let's get to the recaps. Really, another just fantastic yep. <laughs> weekend of football in the NFL. Uh, it started off with the Panthers, twenty-four to nine. That's a team that's slowly gaining momentum. You better keep an eye on the Panthers. They, they you know, Sam Darnold is out of New York and, and looking good. So I'll mention them quickly. But let's get to this one. The most impressive team in the NFL, probably the Los Angeles Rams. They. Um, I'll call it an upset, even though I really didn't think it was. We both picked the Rams to win. They win 34 to 24 over Tampa. Hey, this really wasn't that competitive a game. The Rams kind of kicked their ass. They did. Yeah, the uh, Tampa scored right there at the last. So you got your pick, you got your bet in. You know, you were sweating. Well, yeah, that's right. I, I had the over 55 right. and a half. And to thank you, Tampa, for continuing to try and scoring <laughs> yeah. late. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, they. Uh, you could tell the Rams had really pointed uh, to this game by the reaction of their head coach and and the players. They were ready for this, and we talked about this last Thursday. How big a game this was for Matt Matthew Stafford, you know, and he was tremendous in the game. Him and uh, Cooper Cup have really become a the the best duo. Uh, quarterback receiver duo in the league at this yep. point um the rams look really really good they're solid they are solid but we only played three games and you know they've got two straight tough games coming up they got to play the cardinals next week it is in la but that's a trap game for them they've got you know they got to come off this this one and get ready to play a, a, a pretty good arizona team but uh, they made uh, Tampa look bad, and uh, Tampa can't run the ball. And defensively, they got they got problems. They've given up a lot of points in the first a three lot of points games. Brady threw fifty five times yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not good. And he he's he's still, you know, it's not him. You know, they're struggling, and uh, so, and he got sacked three times and got hit a lot yesterday. And that's not good. That's not a good situation either, because he, even though he still looks great, he's still 
at an age where he can't take a bunch of hits. So they got some problems that they're going to have to get worked out, but that's no uh, disgrace to lose to the Rams. That's for sure. No, absolutely not. Uh, the Rams, the Rams, they're, they're just darn good right now. Stafford's playing great, made a huge difference. That's why I picked the Rams. I thought their line would be able to get pressure on Brady. You did. And they did. You uh, said now, that. Yes, you did. Now, the one caveat that people need to pause the Rams looked like they were playing in the Super Bowl. That's the kind of intensity they, they had in that game, and I don't think Tampa matched it. And I think that was a big part of it. Yeah, you could tell the Rams were laying for them. Yeah, they um, were. That won't always be the case if they match up again. Say so. That's the one little caveat to it. But yeah, major credit to the Rams. It's a huge win for them. Hopefully, they get beat next week though by my Cardinals. We'll see what happens. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that one on Thursday. Uh, you know, the Bills take care of Washington. No surprise there. The Browns took care of that. The a stat Bears on the Browns game. A stat on the Browns game I saw this morning, Aaron. Okay. Uh, the Bears had one yard passing. Dude, did you you, you watch the game, right? I it. The Bears are awful. Well, they are on offense. Not defensively. You know, they, they, they put pressure on Mayfield. Hey. One yard passing. Has that ever happened? I just wonder. They are awful. <laughs> And you can talk about their defense. Mayfield played awful. Yeah, he he did. The, the Browns should have had 40 points easily. I thought that was the worst game I've seen Mayfield play in a long time. He was awful in this yeah. game, and it wasn't even close. No. I, Josh Fields, I'm not even going to judge him because they would snap the ball and three Browns would be in the yeah. backfield. I mean yeah. – the, the the Bears are disgusting. They are the that's the worst NFL team I've ever watched. And well, watched the Browns defense the Browns defense is not that good. No, the the Browns defense had looked like shit the first two weeks, yeah. and they looked like the I mean they looked unbelievable in this game. Well, how the many Bears sacks did Garrett end up? Joke. How much? How many sacks did Garrett end up with? I have. He had four and a half the last night. I mean. It, the Bears are a joke. They've got to make a change. That That is an awful football team. Um, all right, we'll move on, though. This was the greatest finish to a game I think I've ever seen. The Ravens are about to get beat to the Lions, which, oh, my God, what a terrible, awful loss this would have been. 66-yard field goal. They're lining it up. I'm like, okay, this is there's no chance. <laughs> Tucker who is a great kicker, who missed a field goal earlier in the game, by the way. He bombs it. It's right down the middle. I'm thinking, well, it still won't get there. It hits the crossbar, bounces up, and goes through. 66-yard field goal, a new record in the NFL for Tucker. They win the game 19-17. to The Ravens, I'm not going to say they saved their season, but holy shit, they saved a what would have been a god-awful loss. What about you? Is this the best finish to a game you've ever seen? Well, I don't know if it's the best, but it was a good one for sure. And I lost in all this again. It's a strange referee goof up. I don't know how many people saw this. The play clock ran out yep. on the previous 
Was it on the field goal? I guess it was. No, what happened was so so Mark says the fourth so the Ravens converted on a fourth and nineteen. Incredible. Only against Detroit, you know. Okay. Yeah. So but they <laughs> still have the ball. Like I said, it's a sixty-six yard field goal. So they have the ball right right around midfield, just a little bit over midfield. Yeah. Ten seconds left. So they're yeah. gonna run a play where basically he's gonna run it. The Try receiver's to gonna run it out. Run. And if he's yeah. not open, he's just gonna throw it away. Right. Well, the play clock expires, right? right. Obviously. Would have made it a 71 yard field goal. <laughs> but anyway, so they run the play, even though the play clock expires, there's no flag, throws it out of bounds, and then they kick it. Yeah. Yeah. And if it had been a 71 yarder, I don't think they would have even tried. Well, of course not. They just throw a Hail Mary, so, and Jackson probably would have thrown it in the crowd. Right. You know. <laughs> so why didn't, why wouldn't that overruled? I, I, why do we have, pre, why? Somebody told me today that they they can't review that. They cannot review like that. No. But <laughs> here's well, the deal. Sometimes in football, that clock will go to zero, and it's maybe a millisecond, and they snap it. And that and wasn't. Go, Look at this. They missed it. Yeah. This one, it was like zero for three or four seconds. So yeah. if you miss just... it by a millisecond, that's one thing. If you miss it and you can count to three, that's bad. I just don't understand <laughs> Why we have why we have replay and we don't, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me because the Lions are struggling to win a freaking game, you know. And not only does it affect the Lions, it affects the Browns mm-hmm. and the Bengals, yep, and the Steelers in their division because the Ravens would be one and two, and the Ravens should have lost the game. Oh yeah. And the Lions would have a big win, and you know, but now they're sitting there on three, and the NFL announced some kind of a an apology today. Well, I'm sorry, but the apology doesn't really mean anything, you know. Anyway, that makes sense to me. Incredible, incredible game. It's incredible. The fact what a kick, though. Golly. Oh my god, unbelievable. Straight down the middle. And and the fact that the Ravens were in that position is incredible within itself. I mean, my goodness. yeah, Ricky will still say that, yeah. Lamar made that. I was back. wondering when this was coming up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you miss the rocket hour, congratulations, <laughs> number one. But number two, Ricky is going on and on about how Lamar's earned his money and he's great. And it's like, well, he still played like shit for a lot of the game against the Chiefs. And they just won because Lamar did hang in there. Played well in the second half. I'm not totally knocking the guy. He's a good player. He's period. That's and again, that's yeah, what I've said forever. He's good. Yeah, he period. Is. He's not ever going to be great. He's not ever going to be horrific. He's just good. And yeah, he's just he's run of the mill. You know, well, and another thing, Aaron. I did not see any of that game except the last of it. And, and, and if they'd lost, okay, everybody would have been on Lamar Jackson. Well, mm-hmm. there's 52 other players yeah. on that Ravens team. Quarterbacks get far too much criticism. When you lose a game like that, you know, everybody on that damn team was involved had they lost that game, which they should have. For sure. No doubt. Hollywood Brown drops a wide yeah, open Yeah, he dropped three passes. Things happen, yeah, for yeah. sure. That game. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it's again, it's not all on Lamar. No, no. it's definitely not. But no. um, all right, uh, let's move on. Titans beat the Colts 25-16. That was an ugly game, but it's a it's a win mm-hmm. in the NFL. So mm-hmm. you just move on. 
All right. Uh, talk about quarterback that I think deserves criticism probably for the first time in his career. Uh, the Chargers upset the Chiefs 30 to 24. You know, we talked about the Chiefs, how they can't run the ball and they can't stop the run. They actually fixed both of those problems yesterday. But yes. when you turn it over four times and the other turn other team turns it over zero, you're going to lose 99% of the time in the NFL. Yeah, That's definitely. It. Yeah, I think they rushed for like 170 yards, something like that, 160, 170 yards. Mm -hmm. That's plenty of yards. Does anyone besides me think Mahomes is too cute? He's getting too cute? Yes. I do too. Yep. He's throwing the ball sideways too much. He's just doing little. I don't want to criticize him too much, but he's uh, because here's the thing: there's three games all they play. They come back and win fourteen in a row, and they're fifteen and two. So, yep. you know, I just think he's he's doing some little cutie pie stuff. So how many times did he instead of throwing a pass over a guy's head out of bounds on a play that wasn't going to work, he bounces it. You know, how many times do you do that yet? Maybe that's nitpicking. It yeah. just looks a little too cute. It's not his fault, particularly that they they lost, because lost in all of this again is they came back and had a 24-21 lead and couldn't stop the Chargers. Well, here's the deal, though. Here's what I'll say about Mahomes. It's 24-24. They get oh, the ball 24, back. 24 wasn't it? yeah. 24-24, they get the ball back with two like two and a half minutes left. And Romo, who's doing the game, is like, well, will they score a touchdown or will it be a field goal? Yeah. And it's really windy out, so if the Chargers yeah. can somehow kick a field or hold him to kick a field goal, maybe he'll miss it and we'll get overtime. It, it never even entered his mind that the Chiefs wouldn't score. Yeah, that's right. He said it the whole game. And when, when it was third down, he said – and I thought Romo was fantastic. He was. Him, he, he always is. When it was third down, he goes, he goes, Jim, are the Chiefs? It's never entered my mind. Are the Chiefs not going to score? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like the Chargers might get the ball back. Yeah. And then Mahomes probably threw the worst pass he's thrown in the NFL. Like, I, again, you talk about being too cute. I, I, I'll, I don't necessarily think it's that. I think he just he's pressing too much. He's trying to mm -hmm. do too much. Could be. He just threw it. He he did. He made a play that a normal NFL quarterback would make. He just threw it up in the air and hoped. Well, I'll tell you another thing about Romo that that I like, and a lot of people don't like him, but and that's fine. You know, it's just a lot of people don't like him because he played quarterback for the Cowboys. But yeah. when the Chargers went for it on fourth down, Romo said before it ever happened that was the thing to do. Yeah, and he said when you play the Chiefs. You have to do that because if you don't, you're going to get beat. Yep. And, he, and, and that's because of his respect for uh, Mahomes. Yep. And and uh, that was a gutsy call by the Chargers because they they did not have very good. I mean, if he didn't make that, the Chiefs were going to have great field position. Yeah. You know, a lot of coaches wouldn't have went for it. And uh, and then when they when they scored to take the lead, they didn't go for a field goal. They didn't go for a field goal. They were going to score a touchdown. And it's, now, their kicker is not very good, and I don't think their coach had any confidence in him making a field goal because he missed the extra extra point. Yeah. But the Chargers won that game, and the Chiefs lost it. That's about the way it is. You know, They did what they had, although the Chargers made enough 
bonehead plays, enough bonehead charger-like plays, which is what they do, to lose. Because they had a fourth and four and had a penalty to make it fourth and nine on that last yeah. play, too. Well, they were on the goal line, and they got they had a penalty right. and went back to the six. I mean, they, that's, right. they, that's the thing I'd be so mad about if I was a Chiefs fan. The Chargers were – Please take it. Please take it. We we yeah. don't want to win. We don't. That's we right. know we can't. We're not supposed to beat you guys. Please take it. Yeah. And the Chiefs wouldn't take it. <laughs> and then they 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 scored the touchdown. You, the conventional wisdom would have been to run the ball another yep. time, make the Chiefs use their last time out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. They didn't do it, and they gave Mahomes plenty of time. Well, I mean, still they had to score a touchdown, and that was going to be hard to do. Yeah. But um, because you know, they a lot of teams would have run the ball, made the Chiefs lose the timeout, run the clock down to two seconds, and kick a field goal. Yeah, to win it. But they didn't do that because I I don't think he had very much faith in his quarterback. Yeah. Anyway, the you know everybody's panicking around here, and the Chiefs do have problems. And uh, my buddy this morning says, "Well, Andy Reid will figure it out." And I said, "You know." Take it from a coach. Yeah, you can come up with some ideas, but if you don't have the players that can execute it, you got problems. And another thing these teams are doing, they're taking Tyreek Hill out of the game. Mm-hmm. They've figured out, they're playing as Tony Romo said, what he said, a roof. They got a roof over it or something like that. Yep. yep. And they're just taking that deep play away from him. So the Chiefs got to find another receiver to step up. And they're trying to find somebody, you know, and they, and, and they did run the ball. Mm-hmm. So let's don't give up on them yet, but I'm never picking them again. I'll tell you that. Cause they beat me three weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, me too. So <laughs> yeah, I'm done with them. Oh, it's um, they, like I said it after the game yeah, uh, last week, I'll say it again. They're just a, a normal NFL team right now trying yes. to make the playoffs they're making mistakes they, you know they they don't they don't look like an elite team at all they're just a normal NFL team that's that's yep. where they're at after 3 weeks we'll see if they can turn it around but that that yesterday was was bad on a lot of fronts uh, all right let's move on though saints get a huge win i thought this was a huge ba- bounce back win for the saints they win 28 to 13 in new england you think it was just a situation of the uh, the bubble kind of burst on that on the New England uh, rookie quarterback Mac Jones, or do you think the Saints are just the better team overall? Well, I think the Saints have a really good defense, and uh, I think they probably confused him. It had yeah. Three interceptions, one for pick six, and uh, I'm I'm done with the Patriots too. I'm <laughs> done with them. Uh, they burned me twice, and I'm going to learn my lesson. So. <laughs> Belichick, you suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Tom Brady all along. By the way, Brady goes to New England. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, that'd be fun to watch that one on. Uh, that makes my point. That makes my point. Players make coaches. It's as simple as that. It's so it's so simple like that. You know, uh, a friend of mine texts me. He goes, "Why can't Lincoln Riley do what do with Rattler what he did with these other three guys?" I said. <laughs> Did you ever stop and think that those other three guys might be elite and this kid's not? I mean, well, they're all three starting in the NFL. That's a pretty good sign. They're pretty damn good. If I went to Oklahoma and worked with Lincoln Riley, let's give him a year with me. I'm not going to look like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to look like I'm not going to be able to run like Kyler Murray. You well, know, they think, look like Jalen Hurts. So. Yeah, and the thing people, Rattler's arm is unreal. I mean, yeah. his arm strength is unreal. 
but that doesn't mean you're go, you're an NFL quarterback. There wow. are so many things that go into it, and we don't know whether this kid's got it or not yet. You know, well, you don't think like Lincoln Riley's trying to work with him to get the other oh, tangibles yeah. back. You know, to to <laughs> hey, read the defense, make the right throw. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, of course he is. It's just yeah. Lincoln Riley's not out there throwing the ball. You know, that's the thing. Exactly. He just hasn't quite gotten there yet. He And another he, thing you know is, what? you know, for people the first go, time, this, go ahead. Go for ahead. the first time ever to go back to OU one more time. Yeah. I I've hated Spencer Rattler from the first game last year, okay? <laughs> I don't like him. But for the first time ever, I'm like, you know what? He showed some balls at least come out in that second half. He kind of won the game for OU. Maybe he's going to make a step. Maybe he's going to turn the corner. Yeah. I was in his camp for the first time. Yeah, you were. Yeah, it did. I, the, the thing, you know, here's another thing. People are going, well, God, Riley's play calling sucks. Well, when you call a pass play, okay, the quarterback's got three or four options mm-hmm. on every play. Uh there's guys that might be wide open and he doesn't throw it to him. He throws yeah. it to the wrong guy or something to that. Or, and we're overlooking this and, and we got to quit talking about OU because nobody gives a shit, but us, but <laughs> the thing is the offensive line is terrible yeah. right now at OU. And a lot of times he simply is not getting enough time to throw and he's scrambling around back there. And so there's so many things that go into this. Yep. And he's not got, he doesn't have much help around him right now. When you sit where we sit, you get especially when they're coming what when they're coming at us. Yeah. You can see guys breaking wide open. Yeah. And now I'm not sitting there, me as a guy just sitting in the stands dicking around versus a guy who's got, you know, the, these defensive linemen and linebackers oh, bearing yeah. down on him in two seconds. I'm not saying he should see him every time. Right. Oklahoma has guys wide open. Yeah. He's, he's not finding them. And, yeah. That's that is what it is. Yeah. One time he had the tight end in the seam, and there, I mean, there was nobody within ten yards. He would have walked yeah. in, and he he didn't get it. And and that's that's the difference between good play calling and bad play calling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the quarterback finding the guy that's wide open. Are you, are, are you call a pass play throwing the slant for three yards? Yeah. Are you call a pass play? The guy drops it, you know, for a touchdown. He's going for a touchdown, and, you, and the ball's right there, and the, and the receiver drops it on third down and six, and then you got a punt. You get no points. I'm yeah. stupid coach, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, another anyway. time you said, oh, you kicking field goals, had a guy open, uh, Stogner, the tight end, opened the end zone, and he he, he didn't yeah, hit right. him. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the difference. Uh, yeah. All right. Falcons <laughs> beat the Giants. 17-14. Giants are awful. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're just a joke. Uh, the Bengals, that's a Big huge win. win. The Steelers, they're, they're not very good. I don't know how they beat Buffalo week one. Back-to-back home losses. This time, the Bengals beat the Steelers 24-10. Another game, just like the Raiders game last week for the Steelers, it really wasn't that competitive. The Steelers really didn't have that much chance to win. The Cardinals look bad again, but do win. And again, in the NFL, any win is a good win. I don't care who you're playing. They they go on the road and beat Jacksonville 31-19. to about the Denver Broncos? They're 3-0. and They're tied with the Raiders for first in the uh, AFC West. They dominate the Jets 26 to nothing. Jets are awful. I mean, them yeah. and the Bears, if they played, it might be zero to zero. But um, what do you think of Denver? Are they for real? Defensively, I think they are. They're 3-0, and so you can't can't beat that. They've taken advantage of a light schedule. Um, 
That's a good point. Mark's got it there, zero and nine. You know, the greatest quarterback in history is coming into Denver uh, this week, Lamar Jackson. So Lamar will will do his magic, and that will probably be the end of the Broncos. But seriously, we are going to find out a little bit more about him this week. I think that's a really intriguing game. It is. The, the Ravens are certainly better than what they than what they played. Uh, they being Denver, but they're still not great. Denver can win that game. I mean, it's the one point favorites. So Denver three and zero. How about another team in the AFC West that's three and zero? The Raiders. They win in overtime for the second time this year, thirty one to twenty eight. Ask the same same question: Are the Raiders for real? Not impressive yesterday in my book, Mm-mm. but they did win. That's two overtime games they've won. And then they beat the Steelers that obviously have problems. So the jury's out on them. You can't keep winning games in overtime all the time. Let me see. They've who they got this. Oh, they've got uh oh, they got to go to San Diego. Or San Diego. I will say that all year. Uh they gotta go to the to the Chargers. Yeah. And we'll find out a lot more about them because I think the Chargers are pretty good. I think if the Chargers weren't the Chargers, they could be the best yeah. team in that division. But they are they are the Chargers. So yeah. and what I mean by that is I don't think they will get out of their own way to have success. Uh, so I like the Raiders. I think their defense is suspect. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think that's more than fair. Uh, how about this? This was a huge win for the Vikings. Yes. You know, the Vikings really could have won both their games, but they were 0-2 coming into this one. And they play a Seattle team, obviously pretty good team. 30 to 17, the Vikings win. This is a big win for Seattle or for the Vikings. This is a bad loss for Seattle on the same in, in Seattle in such a tough division. Right. Man, one and two. They're in a little bit of trouble yeah. already. You bet. Uh, finally, I I really enjoyed this game. 30 to 28. Green Bay beats the 49ers. Pat myself on the back for, for once. I, I did pick the Green Bay you to win. Did. Um Green Bay, if they play like this the rest of the season they're they're a contender i thought they looked sharp in this game you mean the team that everybody buried after (laughs) week one i know the guy who everybody said he don't give a shit he just out there he's gonna throw every game there is all he cares about himself which i think he still does but anyway uh yeah that's why in the nfl you just can't after three games you just can't make these observations you just don't know from week to week what's going to happen because seattle they'll probably come back and uh, and and win this week but uh yes rogers was great the 49ers were great that was a garoppolo was fan he was fine yeah um great game just a great game the only problem the 49ers they scored too quick yep and they gave it enough time and rogers is pretty good in that situation so yeah that was a good game um you know, back to the Seahawks, they're two games behind the Rams right now, and that's mm-hmm. big in that division. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. When when that when when they scored, I think it was 37 seconds. There was, I don't think, I know. There were 37 seconds left in the game when San Francisco scored. Did you have any doubt that Green Bay would at least be able to attempt a field goal to try to win it? Uh, a little, but at the same time, you knew they were gonna they were gonna make a play or two. Yeah, if they yeah, it'd just be if the guy could get out of bounds, if they you know could spike it, whatever. And if the guy and they got a great field goal kicker, he's he's a great field, and that was a fifty-one yarder. Yep, uh, that he made. And I agree with Mark here. Aaron Rodgers does look pretty goofy over there with that haircut. 
I definitely thought they at least will get in range where maybe he has to kick it like a like a Justin Tucker sixty six yeah. yarder. Oh, but definitely. I, I, I knew they'd get an attempt at it, uh, yeah. and so that's that's just that's a huge win for huge win for Green Bay. Huge. That's what the great quarterbacks do. And that's yeah. why Tony Romo lost his shit when Mahomes didn't do that for the Chiefs. Yeah. Because it's it's almost now a foregone conclusion. You kick it to Brady with time left, you're screwed. Uh, Rodgers, you're screwed. Absolutely. Mahomes, you're screwed. I mean, yeah. and so that's why that was so shocking. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. San Fran and Detroit both didn't play deep enough with their linebackers. And uh, Aaron Mattingly says, how does San Francisco not cover Adams on that drive? That's Good true. The, the guy they go to all year long or all game long, I should say, is open on that, that last yeah. drive. Unbelievable. Yeah. And Mark says, go to guy. How do you not cover the go to guy? I will. I'll push back with you guys on this. I don't disagree. That was one hell of a pass. They had guys around him. Now they needed to be much tighter but I could only think of maybe two quarterbacks that could have thrown that ball and fit that in that window. It was a hell of a pass by uh, Rodgers. But, yes, I do agree. Uh, great great play by Rodgers, bad coverage by San Francisco. Yeah. I think it can be both things there. So, um, yeah, so I guess that will wrap it up. Um, anything else? Any, any closing thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, what time are you going to take your nap? Let's see. I'll have to download this. I'll have to post this. Uh, so probably about 45 minutes. <laughs> I got to, yeah, I got to, I got to scrounge up some lunch. And so I might beat you by just, I'm, I'm thinking 30 minutes for me. Yeah. I might have to do a little lunch. Now, are you going to take a long nap or? It'll be a long one today. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, not me. I've got to, uh, yeah. Heather won't be home until about four or five. She's got cases today. So, yeah. so I, I've got time. Yeah. Sandy's working uh, today. So. I do too, but uh, I got to write some articles. Clayton Bagby joining the show live from Castle, Missouri. <laughs> he says, hey, did we discuss Papa Dude's miss on the Mountaineer and Wildcat volleyball game? We both thought the Mountaineers would beat the Wildcats. Castle wins. What are your thoughts on that? Well, Clayton, here's the deal. Uh, I did not scout that enough. And I didn't know that Cassville has an all-state volleyball player. Usually if you have an all-state volleyball player, your record's better than four and eight. So I didn't assume they did. She was, uh, she was, she was very impressive. She was the difference. I'm not well, going any, I'm not going to any more games. So it lasted way too long. And Clayton, I hope you're still listening because in my defense, your coworker always tells me how bad Cassville is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, well, surely they'll lose on the road at Mount Vernon. So. <laughs> we got the, 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 here's um, the deal, Clayton. This is what we learned today. You you need to listen to people that know what they're talking about. Yeah. That's why you're tuning into this show. See. We didn't listen to the right people. <laughs> Clayton says, well, she is a Halterman. That's right. We're always negative. So. <laughs> Thanks, Clayton. You're right. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts for me. Um, I think we're going to have a fun Monday night game. I always love divisional games on Monday night, even though we still think Dallas is going to win and win easy. You got a, lot of, got a lot of exciting players to watch on that field. You know, Dallas is very exciting offensively like to watch Jalen Hurts as well. So we'll see what happens um, tonight. It's going to be fun. Um, listen, 
like we said, this Thursday show is going to be jam-packed for us. It might be our best one ever. We got two top 10 games we're going to talk about in college football. We got some great matchups in the NFL as well. So you better rest up, Papa Dude, because Thursday we got to get back to business. That's right. It's going to be a great week. I mean, yep. a great week. It is. It is. All right, guys, join us right back here on Thursday. Uh, I think uh, 1 o'clock uh, Eastern time, noon Central time. That's going to be the time slot from now on for the Dudes Who Sports Thursday show. So we'll be back here Thursday. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in today, and thanks for listening. And, oh, by the way, if you have missed any part of this, you want to go back and listen to it, you can download the podcast. Anywhere you see Blinkers Off or Magic Mike's dude, uh, Magic Mike, dude who bet sports will be there. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Uh, you know, obviously Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. You can watch us live every Monday and Thursdays. But if you miss it, make sure to download the podcast as well. We've got you covered on all platforms. All right, guys, for real this time, we're signing out. We'll see you back here Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central Time. Good luck if you're betting Monday Night Football.